So since I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of Disney movies and and many more, uh, sorry, cartoons. And I don't know, it just stuck in my head. So like when the princess is bonded and then the prince saves her and I just started to do it myself, like bonding myself. And I'm like, I kind of enjoy that, but I never experienced it in in a sexual context. Just putting it out there. If you happen to want to experience that in a very soft and simple and safe way right now that can be arranged oh (laughs) (laughs) it's so beautiful too but i mean right here now yeah all right welcome to the natural lifestyles podcast with your hosts james marshall and liam mccray where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity seduction dating lifestyle design sexuality psychedelics you name it this is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I had a question, like, if anyone feels like Sharon. What is, like, the wildest fantasy that you've had oh. that you've never shared with anyone? I mean, that's a big one. Yeah, like, never say wildest or est anything because people's brains cannot do it because then they have to create a catalogue of all the things and decide which one's which. And they're like, is it the mostest or it's not quite the mostest? So it's better to say what is one thing that you something something. Yeah, seduction what's, one, what's one fantasy that you've had for a long time? that you'd be willing to share. How was that? (laughs) (laughs) Some some reason I'm the judger of questions now. And yeah, it works. Let's go like round this way. And I can go first if you want. I think like it's been like a fantasy for a long fucking time since I was like, I don't know, since I started having sex, which was like 13, a long, like maybe even nine maybe 10 like that young i had the fantasy of like multiple girls who were like they all needed my like cum and like i was like the king and i had to like impregnate them all and like they were like they were they were my girls and like you know they did what i needed and they'd all like bend over like in a, in a line and like they'd be like please give me your cum and like i'd be like okay well it's like a mongol khan fantasy basically yeah yeah that's one um it's not happened yet but uh i'm wor- i'm working on it <laughs> so far i've got one chick so that's a start yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got one number just keep adding to the line every yeah. single we've got another one in the line you wait there i'm getting the third one <laughs> wait the first one needed to leave fuck lila wait, wait, uh, i feel like not not, not I'm not feel like I'm not too comfortable sharing this, but I more feel like I'm, I didn't have that much experiences to think about this, and it was not the big part of my life, truly. So in my opinion, I will start with the BDSM, I guess. So that would be the first interaction for me to maybe have or I'm interested in. Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah. And feel free not to answer. So as we, as I kind of said, BDSM is a big toolkit. Like, what do you imagine something specifically within that that, that like you maybe you saw somewhere or you've thought about that kind of interests you? Well, I don't know because um, I was interested in videos maybe at first, I guess. And um, I, I kind of don't, don't truly get to know myself in this topic, I guess. So yeah. I, I need time in this. Do you think maybe then you could say maybe your fantasy is to discover who you are sexually? Yeah, I guess, maybe. And like in the videos, like what was happening? Like what? Oh. I think we might have reached her limit there. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. 
I would add to that. So since I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of Disney movies and and many more, uh, sorry, cartoons. And I don't know, it just stuck in my head. So like when the princess is bonded and then the prince saves her and I just started to do it myself, like bonding myself. And I'm like, I kind of enjoy that, but I never experienced it in, in a sexual context. I'm like, I think that would be a first start. Like the bondage and with the Vox. Thank you for sharing the tip about the candle. I would, I put it in my head. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is the first thing to try because I never shared even this before. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Can I ask, I presume you've had a boyfriend or two in your life? Uh, Boyfriend? Yes, of course. You've had a boyfriend? Okay. Why did you not talk to him about that and see if you could make that into a reality? The, I think because I was always closed up and uh, also in Kazakhstan, I mean, it's just like this woman thingy, whatever, like you always have to obey man and like whatever he says, whatever he wants. But if you exactly say something, what you want, then you're a whore or something. Mm-hmm. So I think I've never felt this closeness with anyone yet. There was almost coming, but not not really. Right. So you felt basically like, fear that you would be harshly judged if you express that to somebody yeah but now i feel like sharing it but but of course i need to meet the right partner for that but you've also been living here for 11 years so yeah even with the hungarian guys or yeah that's the the thing like the last hungarian guy i had like we were very open about trying many things but this didn't come there yet like even he asked me what's your craziest fantasy it it just didn't come because i was still closed up yeah just putting it out there if you happen to want to experience that in a very soft and simple and safe way right now, that can be arranged. Oh, <laughs> please. It's so beautiful, too. But guys, you have to move on to our premium channel for that. But. No, it's not. No, I okay, put, no, it, on, no, put it on YouTube. It's fine. It's fine. Let's I do mean, it. right here. No. Yeah. And anyone else that would like to try it. Okay, so also... let, let me explain. What okay, I... how, how are we going to do this? Okay, all, all I would do is put a wrist cuff on you. Okay. And then if you want, I can bind it around. I can, how do I explain it? Okay, so I can bind your wrists okay. and then I can do something cool, which is really sexy and, and is in no way dangerous or confronting and I barely touch you. All right, okay, that sounds exciting. Let's try it. Do Let's I do have it. your consent? Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to stand up for this? Or yeah, I'll need to stand. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Wow, very fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I'm sorry, but I have to let you go now. That's okay. <laughs> but this is really good. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, that's all I wanted to say about that. See, uh, I mean, it could be as rough or as light as you wish. Like that's why these are really interesting. But it's it's kind of cool. It doesn't have to be this crazy, like you know violent thing like it could be also very you could have very sensual soft kind of like bdsm session or bondage session as well so it's kind of crazy yeah that's maybe that maybe that's a common misconception Mm. with bdsm that it has to involve violence pain humiliation and those some you know they those can be aspects and some people really like those and uh, and a lot of women like a bit of impact like in terms of impact play but that can be you know this can be done. I can hit someone in a really cute way. Totally, you can. Like, you can do it in a really playful, in a silly way. You can do it in a sleazy, creepy, in a good way. way. 
and you can also do it in a fucking nasty way. Right? So there's and many other ways. So that like the sign of a bad dominant, I would say, is someone who thinks that more more force is better. Like you know, if I'm if in, in order to get more out of it, I need to increase the pressure, increase the pain, or whatever. As I said before, I'm more on the sensual side of dominance. I can be fucking nasty when when called for, but yeah, this these kinds of bondage restraints can be like as delicate and, and as dainty as a butterfly. Like really, it can be really, really slow and sexy. And often, it, and often, that, often I prefer it that way. And yeah, it's it's uh, again, it's just about leading into different sensations. Like immediately, it creates a bit of polarity between us, right? So it's like, okay, I'm doming you, right? But it's it's a it's in a way, it's an it's an exchange. It's a little bit of a dance, and I I switch into an aspect of my psyche or an uh, aspect of my archetype. And that tends to, you know, then sync up with an archetype or an aspect of the feminine. And now we're dancing. So just like, firstly, I want to ask you like how that felt, but I can see like it looked kind of good. But also at the same time, just just to let the guys who watch this know that like communication and like communication. This, this openness, like if you have the balls to like, you know, really hold the space for like a woman and she can open up, like it can turn... It can turn things very interesting very very quickly and very easily and like it's it's fascinating to know just not to have this anger and shame towards women and like the more we actually allow them to express these things the more fun it is for everyone they'll be more curious that's first thing to start with without being judged or anything yeah I guess with us you feel like not judged you feel relaxed like and that's all it takes really for you to like be able to express that aspect which is kind of fascinating and how was it it was amazing like it was super gentle I like that you ask if I give consent on or not because at the beginning I was like oh my god what's gonna happen mm. and the first thing like oh my god I'm gonna, am I going to be naked <laughs> like in Germany like nipples out I'm like no I don't think it will go there yeah. but you still did anyway that's, that's interesting yeah but when you explain what you're gonna do I'm like okay now if you come and then you just build more trust mm. yeah yeah and so yeah for a guy out there who want to you know learn this stuff you're not learning it to like have cool tricks or to have power over women or because like then they think you're cool or whatever it's like as you step more into dominance you have a lot more responsibility right so like i you know i know that when someone's submitting their body to me then now i have to be really conscious of what i'm doing i have to be really aware of how she's feeling and i can't be and i can't be attached to the outcome that i think i want right so if i'm like i come i want to do this cool thing right and half and you know if let's say i put the wrist thing on you i would have i'm watching your reactions if i'd seen fear or suddenly like you're uncomfortable i wouldn't have gone oh well we're going to finish the thing because i want to do the thing and i would check in and go okay do you feel safe or would you like me to release you right now right because in in this way then it's that's what i'm talking about in terms of being a top let's say and and not that like an authoritarian dom if he's a good one totally he's able to do that too he just has a different tone so yeah it's that I'm doing that for your pleasure and I'm aware that it can shift it and change at any time. A woman can give consent and then suddenly not want to have, con- you know, not want to do the thing anymore or she can be totally into it and then get into her head or something can trigger something, a, a bad memory or something. So you have to be really aware as a dominant that you now have, you have to be super conscious, like super aware and like have a kind of a bird's eye view of the situation you can't just lose yourself in the like i'm a wild dom dude i'm gonna hit chicks and do stuff because then you'll make mistakes and then you can cause you know damage and trauma on the flip side of this maybe this is like a, a crazy concept to if you never thought about it but this kind of work can be extraordinarily healing right so you can actually um 
especially with sexual trauma, which a lot of women have experienced, that not, not, not necessarily with any tools or anything, but you can actually help to rewrite you know, traumatic experiences in somebody by doing like a psychodrama where you kind of go through the process of the thing, but you give the woman the power to say no, and you actually, she has to say no. Right, like that's like she has to be able to at some point to just stop the thing or to take control of it herself or to like you know actually have a good model for masculinity to experience that oh yes this this man is actually listening to me and he actually will you know do or not do things if I if I wish or wish not to and in you know there's there's more to it than that but you can actually end up yeah overwriting negative experiences and and help someone to actually heal so there's there's deeper aspects to it there. That's what I learned. Like I've been really into like Tantra for a long time. I was looking for a lot of stuff in India. And then like when I came here and you guys were doing the sex class and like the BDSM was the thing. And I saw like all the stuff you was doing, started to like experiment like with my ex. And that was like one of the most like transformative things I could say, like compared to like, you know, eye gazing and like slow, like sentimental kind of sex that like she had we were like the perfect match basically the, the the dominant and submission thing like worked perfectly so like we do role plays and we'd experiment with things and the the things that i learned from like just you know acting out things and tying her up and going through these like intense role plays like it really healed something within myself i felt like i had a lot more power and she like really like benefited from it and i realized that in a way bdsm and like these rougher kind of ways of doing things could be more beneficial than tantra and more beneficial like in a medicinal kind of way yeah i think um like in the in the in the sex course we teach it's not it's not a bdsm course like it has a lot of bdsm elements to it but it has a whole range of like let's just say good sex good fucking skills and then we also teach foundational tantric aspects right so anyone want me to explain briefly what tantra is Yes, please. <laughs> kind of like yoga with sex, kind of. <laughs> let's say it's frequency-based sex as opposed to friction-based sex. So it's like, let's say, energetic or subtle, uh, subtler types of sex. And, and look, that's, I'm really talking about neo-tantra because real tantra is ancient traditions that, that you don't get to do any sex stuff until you've done 30 years of sitting on, in a cave. You know, like it's, well said. No yeah. one says that. Right, yeah. So anyone, anyone who says they're a tantric master man, no, you're not. You're a fucking hippie who learned some cool breathing techniques. Just say what it is. You're kind of a sleazy hippie who's teaching some breathing stuff. And that's good. That's fine. And it helps people. And that's kind of what I am too. I just don't say I'm a tantric master mom. <laughs> so these kinds of frequency-based sex where you are, let's say, the example, synchronizing breathing, eye gazing, uh, undulate. So like, for example, if you were sitting on top of me wrapped around and, and we have like undulation rockings whilst clenching the PC muscle, whilst doing certain breathing locks, which shifts sexual energy up and down the body, these kinds of things. Like they're gorgeous and delicious things to do. But yeah, I don't want to be a tantric dude with every girl all the time because then yeah. it's, 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 gets, it's too formal. But when you have like, if you wish, you know, if a guy gives a shit enough to be an fucking world-class lover, then knowing how to do some slap and tickle, doing some nasty stuff and kink, and knowing all the foundations of how a clitoris, where there is such a thing, and <laughs> where it is, and uh, maybe what to do with it, and uh, you know all sorts of other, you know, let's say, base. I wouldn't say basic, but let's say good sex stuff. And then also having an understanding of at least some elements of frequency-based tantric sex. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, like 
And then you can like take her through waves where you can build up super intensity in the same session, you know, build up to whatever peak of intense, nasty or crazy or polarized types of stuff. And then you can downregulate and shift into, you know, this intimacy based, frequency based, delicate types of sex, which then creates such a massive contrast, right? Like the, the range of sensation, emotion, feelings that both of you get to experience through these waves. And then you can take them, if you're decent at it, you can take it in all up and down and in and out and, and blend it all in together. Now we're rocking the bedroom. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.